0: For Christmas this year, John was hoping to upgrade his relationship with his girl from being just her boyfriend or becoming her true love. So he decides to buy her a partridge and a pear tree on the first day of Christmas. He found the tree easily enough, but he couldn't get his hands on a partridge anywhere, no matter how hard he tried. He called pet stores all around the area. He talked to hunters, searched Facebook marketplace, even tried Craigslist but to no avail, could not find a partridge anywhere that he could give his girl. So in his desperation, he decides to get creative and decides to buy her a parrot instead. He couldn't find a partridge, so he just ends up substituting a parrot in its place. Unfortunately, the person who owned the parrot before must have been quite the jerk. Because this parrot was the rudest, noisiest, most foul-mouthed parrot you could ever imagine. Every other word out of its beak was cursing and horrible, horrible insults, just absolutely appalling behavior. So over the course of the next week, she, John's girl, tried speaking back to this parrot softly and calmly. She played classical music and read poetry to it at the same time and was over the top friendly and kind. All in an effort to try to change this bird's language and attitude. But it didn't work. This awful parrot just screamed abuse back at her all day and all night. Every day, every night. Night after night after night. And finally, she just snaps. She screams back at the parrot. To which the parrot just screamed back at her, only louder. So then she slaps the parrot. And as she slaps the parrot, the parrot bites her. So she picks up a shoe on the floor and throws it at the parrot, to which the parrot jumps off its perch to dodge the shoe and then flies over her head and poops in her hair. (laughs) Now she was just livid and in a blind rage, so without even thinking, she snatched the parrot by the neck and flung him into the freezer and slammed the door shut, just hoping for a minute of peace and quiet. She leans against the refrigerator door, exhausted, out of breath, She started doing some of her breathing exercises that she learned at Happy Life Studios, by the way, (laughs) and finally calmed down. When she was finally able to collect her thoughts, she realized that maybe she might have gone a little too far with this bird and might have actually hurt this parrot. So she cautiously opens the freezer door and to her surprise, the parrot meekly walks out onto her outstretched hand and sits there on her shoulder. To her amazement, the parrot then said, I believe I may have offended you, squawk, with my rude language and actions, Squawk. I'm sincerely remorseful for my inappropriate transgressions, and I fully intend, squawk, to do everything I can to correct my rude and squawk unforgivable behavior. As you can imagine, (laughs) she was totally taken back and stunned by this. While she's trying to figure out what changed that parrot's behavior so drastically, The parrot interrupts her thinking and says, May I ask you a question, squawk? Of course, she replies. To which the parrot says, What did the turkey do? Squawk. (laughs) Because the turkey was in the freezer. That's probably a great question to always ask. What did the turkey do? Because after all, everybody knows a turkey. Right? So... (laughs) What did they do? (laughs) Happy Holidays Welcome Happy Holidays To Happy Life Studios May the calendar keep ringing Happy Holidays to you We're here to make your Happy Holidays even happier Happier holidays, happier holidays, happier holidays, happier holidays. holidays. (laughs) What's up, happy lifers? Thank you for joining us today. I am so happy that you did. Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas. I hope that your holiday season has just been hoop de doo dickery doc. I hope it's been fantastic. I hope our podcasts have helped you enjoy your holiday season. I just hope it's brought the magic and the wonder and the peace to you. I know, honestly, it has for me. I know it's different when I record it. When you say something out loud, you, you know, you hear it, it, it changes things. And so I just want you to know that me recording these podcasts for you guys have actually been helping me. This, this Christmas has been a very peaceful, very wonderful, magical Christmas season for me. And I really hope the same has been for you as well. That's really why we have Happy Life Studios really in the first place. No, I was thinking today of the Messiah. Who wrote the Messiah? Was it Bach? I don't know. But you've heard it before, haven't you? I mean, that's where the Hallelujah Chorus came from. Hallelujah, hallelujah, right? It came from the Messiah, which was a whole bunch of songs. I actually did the Messiah when I was in college, and it was really cool. We, we performed the Messiah, and we brought in a professional orchestra, and it was a full-out, I don't know, about a 100-piece choir. Um, probably about a 50 to 100 piece orchestra. We filled up our college performing arts hall and sang the entire thing. And it's it's a, an hour too long when you sing all the, all the songs. And our director actually even offered me to take all the baritone solos. And I turned him down. I was so stupid. I turned him down. Man, I, I wish I could have that time back. But see, back then I was, you know, I was a kid. I was I was a rocker, right? I, I wasn't into all this classical music, not realizing what he had offered me. What, by the time the Messiah was done and I saw the power of it and I got to experience it, man, I just, I was kicking myself for not taking those. I'll never get that opportunity back again. But it was amazing singing the Messiah with all those with all the the people in the crowd but with all those choir the people behind us you know singing that big choir and the big orchestra it was legit and it was for real and uh it was fantastic but there was one song in there well i loved all the songs in there but there's one song that i want to talk about today maybe you've heard it before for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given And the government shall be upon his shoulder. That whole quote, I mean, you've probably heard of that before. For unto us a child is born, especially over the holiday season, over Christmas. You've probably heard this quote many times, but for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I like that his name shall be called Wonderful. We kind of talked about the wonder of Christmas last week and how that's the magic of Christmas and the wonder of life is the peace of life and, and all that stuff. Well, here it's talking about, this is a, a quote that was given, actually this song that was written, the Messiah, this is actually taken from a quote that's almost 3,000 years old. Of course, the Messiah has got to be, when that was written, has to be like a 100 years old. Um, but this quote that, that, that was actually taken from a quote from a guy by the name of Isaiah. And it was actually, you can find it in the Bible. It's a book called Isaiah. And, uh, it's in the chapter nine and it's verse number six. And that's where this was taken from. But that was a quote written almost 3,000 years ago. It was written about 700 years before Jesus ever even came on the scene. And it was a, a saying about God sending his son to earth, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. That's talking about the baby Jesus showing up into our world. That's what it's talking about. But it, it was talked about 700 years before it ever really happened. And then it happened. How crazy is that? Now, I want to pause there for a second. And I want to read you a couple of the quotes. So I'm basically giving you three quotes and a concept here today. That was the first quote from the Messiah, also from Isaiah from 3,000 years ago. The second quote I want to give you is from the Christmas movie that just came out called Empire of Light. (laughs) But I'm just messing with you. That was not a Christmas movie by any means, but I just saw it uh, last week. It's about this movie theater back uh, back in the day. I don't know. I'm guessing 70s, 80s maybe um but it was all about the people that worked at the theater and their lives and all that stuff and it was it was a pretty good movie but there's one scene in there that just blew me away there was one quote that was worth the whole price of the ticket and the popcorn and the soda and well you don't need to know all the other junk i put in my <laughs> all the other candy i got but it was worth the price of all that honestly and uh, it, it was about the, the guy that would run the movies in the you know in the movie rooms, and he'd he'd switch out the you know the reels of the movies and stuff and and all that stuff. So he was in charge of that, and he rarely ever let anybody into his domain, into his kingdom, into those rooms. But there's a new guy that comes and works there, and he kind of wins everybody's heart, and and finally this guy, his name is Norman, and uh, Stephen is the new guy, and he wins Norman's. Heart over. So Norman actually invites him into his world one day. He invites him into that room where all the moves are played that are shown up on the screen. As he's explaining this to Stephen, the way he explained it was so good. And I have to give this quote to give the concept that I'm going to do next. And it was, it was so crazy when I thought of it. I'm like, that's really what a movie is. But I never thought of a movie being like this. Before, the way that Norman said it to Stephen was just amazing. And this is what he said. Talking about the film on the the film roll, right? He says, it's just static frames. Static frames basically means it's just pictures, right? That's what he's saying. He says, quote, it's just static frames with darkness in between. But there's a flaw in your optic nerve so that if I run the film at 24 frames per second, you don't see the darkness. He goes on to say, out there, and he's talking about the people in the movie theater, he says, out there, they just see a beam of light and nothing happens without light, end quote. When you have that reel of film, if you were just to play the reel of film, as it comes out of the box and, and you put it on the you know on the projector, it's just gonna be darkness. There's nothing on that. So when you make a movie, what you do is you take these pictures, these static frames, you just take pictures of scenery, of people, of whatever, and you put them on that darkness. But there's still darkness between each one of those static frames. There's darkness between each one of those pictures. But if you show the pictures fast enough, like Norman said, 24 frames per second, it kind of tricks our brain into thinking that that's life, thinking that that's, that's real movement. We don't see the darkness. We just see the life. We see the movement pause there now. We paused with the the Messiah quote. Now we're going to pause the movie quote, and now we're going to go to the Mojo quote. So we have the Messiah quote, the movie quote, and the Mojo quote. If you're new to Happy Life Studios, um, you haven't heard of Mojo yet, but Mojo is one of our brother studios. We have actually three studios, possibly four, working on a fourth now, all across the country because we want to take people 's stories, and we want to highlight them for everyone else to see. we want to flood the airwaves with stories basically news that 's good news that 's not like the news that we see on our on all our media and stuff right that 's kind of what we want to do. We want to flood the airwaves and show what what you guys are doing because every one of us has a story that 's important that needs to be heard. every one of our voices matter, and that 's kind of our our credo so we 've got a few. Happy Life Studios, Joe McCarthy, whom we call Mojo, is one of those studios, and it's called Mojo Studio. You should go check him out. He does a podcast. He does several podcasts, just like we do. Um We've got several podcasts underneath our our covering of Happy Life Studios. That's why every once in a while you'd be like, what's that? all?" It, 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 they're just different podcasts from different people that we're trying to highlight because we believe in their message. Anyway, Mojo said this. He sent me a text. To the the three of us that actually, now that I think about it, all three brother studios, he sent this text to all of us. And it says this, quote, the night of December 21 into December 22 is referred to as, quote, the longest night, in quote, of the year. Fewest hours of daylight in the Northern Hemisphere anyway. It also marks a reversal as the days begin to grow longer and the nights shorter. Which reminds us that no matter how long the night, no matter how bleak the winter, it is only temporary. It may be darkest just before dawn, but joy or happy comes in the morning, end quote. I thought that was so cool because it fits right in with Happy Life Studios. It might get darkest just before dawn, but joy comes in the morning. Happy comes in the morning. He's talking about winter solstice here which is the longest night of the year. In other words, it's when the day is the shortest and the night is the longest. The thing that really gets me through winter solstice with, a, with the days getting shorter and daylight savings time, and I think we're done with that next year. I hope that's right. I'm just, I'm done with daylight savings time. I just don't like it being dark all the time, right? But the thing that gets me through that is the holiday season. The holiday season, you're thinking about Christmas, and there's something even about it being dark outside. I think that's cool because there's so much light that people put on. Well, if it was like in the summer, you would only see the light at nine or 10 o'clock at night, at least where I live. But now you get to see it at 4.30, 4 o'clock at night. I think that's kind of cool. And the light, I'm kind of giving you a little hint into the concept I want to talk about here. But it being darker, longer, we get to see more of the Christmas lights, which, I, which just kind of puts me in the mood. But that's what gets me through winter solstice. The day is getting shorter and the nights getting longer. Is that? It's the holidays, But then when Christmas is over, right before Christmas, December 21 and 22, right, now the days are starting to get longer. So now if we get through Christmas, one thing I can look for is even though the days might get dreary, sometimes we live in Seattle, so it's overcast a lot. It drizzles a lot. Um, when people think of rain, it doesn't rain like a lot of places do. I mean, I can golf in the rain out here. The rain is more of a drizzle. But still, it can get dreary. But at least I know in my mind that the days are getting longer. And the nights are getting shorter. And just like Joe says here, the longest night of the year, the fewest hours of daylight, it also marks a reversal as the days begin to grow longer and the nights shorter. So let's go to the concept now. The concept is this, just like Norman said to Stephen about the film role. And what are films? Films are just representation of our lives. But our lives are on a bed of darkness, our light, our life is light. And when you burn that light into that film of darkness, there's still darkness between the different scenes, between the different images, between, shall we say, the different moments, the different days, the different things that happen to us. There's darkness on there. Our, our life is light that is burned into that darkness. But if we look at the light enough, 24 frames per second. We don't even see the darkness, but the darkness is there. It's really what causes us to see the light. It's what causes the light to shine the most. And right now, the night is longer. We just got there to where the night is the longest of all the rest of the year, just a few days ago. So the concept is there's darkness in every one of our lives. But if we focus on the light enough, we see life. And we don't even necessarily notice the darkness. Now, I want to go back to that quote from the Messiah that was actually from almost 3,000 years ago by a man by the name of Isaiah. Isaiah here is talking about there's going to be a child that's going to be born and he's going to be wonderful. His name is going to be wonderful. I like how he even says, and the government will be upon his shoulders. He's going to help. You know, we're so worried about our government and worried about politics and stuff, but. Isaiah said here, he was talking to the people said, don't worry, there's going to come a child and that child is going to carry the weight of the government on his shoulders. Now, pause that and go back to the very beginning of that chapter. The book of Isaiah is split up into a bunch of chapters. I think there's like 60 chapters, 62 chapters, something like that in the book of Isaiah. I'm just saying that off the top of my head. I believe it's somewhere around in there. But if you go back to that was in chapter nine right there, but it was verse six. If you go back just a couple paragraphs, if you go back just five verses to the very first verse of basically, that's the thought chapter nine, he's he's talking about the thought here. Listen to what he's talking about. This is when he's talking about this child is going to show up and he's going to carry the weight of a government on his shoulders. This child is going to show up and he's going to be wonderful. He's going to be a counselor. He's going to be a mighty God. If you go back a few verses, let me just give you a few quips of those verses or those sentences to kind of tell you the the kind of the environment that they were in at that moment. They needed to hear what Isaiah had to say in that moment because it was not a good day. It was a dark day. And Isaiah is trying to shine some light into their lives by promising them someday this baby is going to be born. Verse one says, nevertheless, that time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. That's exactly what the quote from Mojo said. The longest night of the year, fewest hours of daylight, it also marks a reversal as the days begin to grow longer and the nights shorter, which reminds us that no matter how long the night, no matter how bleak the winter, it is only temporary. It may be darkest just before dawn, but happy comes in the morning. Isaiah 3,000 years ago wrote this quote that said, nevertheless, the time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. Then he says, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. And that's what Norman is saying to Stephen here in that, in that movie, Empire of Light. He's saying that you put that light, you burn that light, you burn that image onto that darkness. And everyone will see a great light. And those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. And it will show you, you'll will, you'll will see life, you won't see the darkness. It goes on to say in verse 3, that you will increase their joy or their happy. It's talking about this child. It says it's this child, this baby Jesus. And you think about Christmas and the whole magic of baby Jesus showing up. The Son of God showing up and how he shows up in front in a stable with the shepherds and the wise men and uh, it's just it's such a cool story. But it says you will increase their happy. He will increase our joy. And you think about what Christmas does. For it, 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 It's such a time of, of joy and happy, even though it's a struggle for a lot of people. But Christmas is such a time of joy and happiness. Just celebrating his birth, which probably didn't even happen in December, right? But that's when we decide to celebrate it. Celebrating his birth, just even that alone brings the happy. And then I love what it says here in verse 4. You will lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. Wow. Nevertheless, the time of darkness and despair will not go on forever. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will increase their joy. You will lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. No wonder everybody loves the baby Jesus, just like Ricky Bobby said, (laughs) because he came to increase our happy. He came to show us the light in the midst of our darkness. Our life is just like that movie. When we focus on enough light, we don't even see the darkness anymore. In fact, what we see, the darkness only highlights the life that's right in front of us. So Merry Christmas. I hope that helped your Christmas, just like I hope all the other podcasts we've done have helped your Christmas and your holidays as well. we got one coming out on Monday. It'll be the day after Christmas, so I've got one already prepared for that as well. But until then, I hope your Christmas is merry and bright. I hope it's happy and full of peace. Christmas is here. Welcome. Happy Life Studios. Happy night. That's exactly what we want to bring. Celebrate, celebrate, That's right. Celebrate. Time to celebrate, y'all. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Happy Life Studios. It's, it's Christmas. Christmas. Your official podcast celebrate. of the holidays. Oh, oh. Well, it's Christmas time. Right now. Official, as far as we see it, anyway. <laughs> Remember, we're here. To make your holidays celebrate, happier. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Remember, life doesn't have to be perfect to be happy.